the NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Get started today and you'll get a risk-free bet up to $500. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at wynnbet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by OddsCrowd. OddsCrowd has a ton of free fantasy betting contests, including a 2000 season-long MLB contest and a $500 weekly contest. Download their app today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash odds. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash odds. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is your home for free daily video picks from SGPN. It's like YouTube for sports gambling. Make sure you subscribe to our profile at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. We're also brought to you by PicksWise. PicksWise has free picks every day for every sport. Check out all their expert plays and betting news at PicksWise.com. That's PicksWise.com. We're also giving away $500 in our Masters DFS contest that is completely free to enter at SGP Masters. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash masters. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash masters. What up, DGens? Dan Titus here, a.k.a. T-Money with the NBA Gambling Podcast. Excited to talk to you guys today. We're going to go through the Thursday slate, and I'm joined by, you know him well, Munaf, the sports nerd Manji. What's good, brother? How you feeling today? It's it's um, Masters, so I know yeah. you're probably doing a lot right now, but uh, <laughs> how's your Thursday going? It's going well, man. It's it's a little overwhelming because I'm like watching the Masters and I, you know, I'm also doing like MLB stuff for Tally side and our website. And, you know, we got the podcast going here for NBA and then it's a lot, but it's fun, man. I love doing this stuff, man. It's it's uh, it's 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 I love it, man. I, don't, I can't even put it into words, man. For sure, man. And if you guys aren't aware, definitely check out Tally's site for the picks of all the Sports Gambling Podcast Network folks and, and content creators, as well as the Slack channel that's always on and popping. And so for today, we're going to go over Thursday's seven-game slate. We're fresh off a crazy game that happened late last night. I was watching it. I had the yeah. Suns plus one and a half. And honestly, it, it came to a point where I didn't even really care about the outcome. This is an amazing game in OT, OT yeah. thriller. And so we'll go over today's seven-game slate with the primetime matchup between the Suns and the Clippers. And then we'll also talk some player props along the way. Before we get into the action, we're going to hear a word from our sponsor, and then we'll get into it. WinBet is bringing you the action of real sports betting with the Win Las Vegas experience. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports games. Generous promos, odds, and parlays are happening right now at WinBet. Get started today and you'll receive a special offer up to $500 in risk-free sports bets. Terms and conditions apply, but get the details at wynnbet.com and download the app today. Odds Crowd has plenty of free contests, including a $500 weekly contest and a $2,000 season-long MLB contest. And Odds Crowd isn't just for fantasy betting contests. It's a social app built just for sports bettors. Free to download, you can live group chat with other bettors, track your bets, set up private betting contests with your buddies, and much more. Download the app for free or go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash odds. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash odds. All right, man. So... Yeah, so about that game last night, man. Mm -hmm. um, crazy the way Booker and Chris Paul have just been 
crushing it in the late game, man. And Chris Paul just continues to amaze. Like I saw like late, late last night, there's a stat. He's like second in the NBA over the last few seasons in clutch points, even though he ranks 66 overall in scoring this season, which is just the man just knows when to turn it on and turn it off. And he's just yeah. extremely clutch. It's, it's amazing to watch. Yeah, I mean, that was a huge, huge win for Phoenix last night. I mean, obviously the f- number one seed, number two seed going into head-to-head. So they gained a full game on them. And now Phoenix is only sitting one and a half games back for that number one seed in the uh, Western Conference. But, man, you hit the nail on the head. I-, I was excited for this team coming into the season. As soon as they got Chris Paul, I was like, man, this is going to be huge for Devin Booker because now Devin Booker can just be Devin Booker. He doesn't have to be the facilitator now you bring in a Hall of Fame point guard, one of the best point guards in the history of the NBA, and Chris Paul, I think. And these guys are balling, man. And I, 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 I did take the Phoenix Suns regular season win total over thirty-eight and a half. We're looking three wins great. away from, yeah, looking great. So three wins away from that. Um, but you know, the other one, Lakers. We'll get to that in a little bit. But um, yeah, man, that was a great game last night. I put on the Slack channel to take that second half over. We got a little lucky on that by that game going into overtime, but. Um, Hey, we'll take yeah, it. man. Hell of a game, man. That was, yeah, probably one of the better games we've seen in a while. For sure. Yeah, so speaking of the Lakers, you know, the first game that we have on tonight's slate, we got the Lakers going up against the Miami Heat. The Lakers will be on the road. Lakers have been struggling a bit over their last 10, four and six and covering three, three and seven against the spread against a Miami team that's uh, now over 500, 26 and 25 and currently standing at the sixth spot in the NBA or in the uh, Eastern conference. So Mm -hmm. what do you like about this matchup? We got the, the Miami heat is eight and a half point favorites, but I'm seeing some line movement here. Uh, What do you like about this game? Yeah. I mean, we take a look at the Lakers, right? First, I think Andre Drummond will play tonight. I saw that report just before we got on here. Um, So, you know, big, big get back for the Lakers there. He was dealing with a toe injury. Um, but I think this is a game where like Miami should take care of business because this is, you know, the Lakers are without obviously their two best players and LeBron and, um, Anthony Davis. So uh, especially in the Eastern conference right now, you take a look at the standings for Miami, they're sitting in the sixth spot, but they are a half a game out of that four spot. Right. So it's going to be a lot of shuffling going on day in and day out in that Eastern conference. But I think this is a game that Miami coming off a loss against the Memphis Grizzlies where they, you know, I think that was more of a little revenge spot for the Grizzlies. Uh, Dylan Brooks kind of came out and said, you know, when Andre Iguodala requested that trade from Memphis that, you know, it didn't sit well with that team. So they came out and took care of business there. But as far as I, I kind of do like the heat to take care of business at home in a bounce box spot, you know, this is a game that they know that they need, especially in that Eastern conference. And, uh, Probably look out for some, you know, Jimmy Butler player props here tonight also. For sure. Yeah, and, you know, just looking at some of the trends here, you know, this is definitely leaning towards a Miami a Miami performance. Like, I don't see why Miami can't take care of business now that they've retooled. You know, they got um, – I think they just recently picked up uh, – who did they just acquire? Um, yeah, Oladipo, right? Oladipo. Oh, no, I was thinking of, like, so in the buyout market. They got somebody else. Um, then- uh Tip of the tongue, uh, Deadman. Deadman, that's De- it. Yeah, yeah. Dwayne Deadman, that's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So like they've obviously, you know, they've they've definitely repositioning their team for the for the for the playoff run here with some additional depth behind their front court. 
they're a tough team, man. And I think that yeah. they're going to be, they're going to definitely start getting into the groove. I saw Oladipo's player props. His points line is still pretty modest at 16 and a half. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm going to stay away for the time being until I can see him get more similar to what we were talking about last week with like Aaron Gordon needing some time mm-hmm. and Evan Fournier. Uh, he had a little bit more opportunity. Now he's out with COVID, but yeah. You're in that new scenario. It's going to take a little bit of time to get acclimated, but yeah. he's already been been great on the defensive end and and also you know facilitating as well. So I like the Heat here. They're four and one as, against the spread in their last five as a favorite. Mm-hmm. Fifteen and six and one in Thursday in their last twenty two Thursday games. So super niche wow. there, but I, like I guess I don't know yeah. something about them playing on Thursdays. Maybe they get a little bit more excited. But uh, yeah, I think the Lakers are going to struggle here. And we also just got an alert. Taylor Taylor Horton Tucker is going to be suspended for a game for the interaction with uh, Fred Van Vliet and DeAndre Brembry and Chris Boucher and, you know, all those guys that got into that scuffle that didn't even really seem like much, but they left the bench and all that. So looks like Taylor Horton Tucker is going to miss the game. So I'm not really sure what that does much for uh, player props probably gives a little bit more court time to Alex Caruso mm-hmm. and uh, you know, maybe they'll lean on Dennis Schroeder a bit more at the point guard spot, mm-hmm. but yeah, not too much of an implication there. Yeah. Tough loss there. I mean, you know, obviously without Le- LeBron and AD uh, you know, they're relying on Horton Tucker to kind of be that spark off the bench. So not having him tonight, especially on the road may hurt a little bit to the Lakers and, you know, just makes our Miami pick look a little better. Definitely. All right. And so for the next game, we got the shy town, Chicago bulls, Going up against the Toronto Raptors, who will be without DeAndre Brembry and as well as Fred Van Vliet, Kyle Lowry still on the shelf, making the Toronto Raptors three and a half point dogs in this road matchup for the Chicago Bulls. The Bulls come in on a bit of a skid here. You know, they haven't really found their niche yet with Nikola Vucevic in the fold. They're three and seven over their last 10, six and four against the spread, but you know, really this team is going the wrong direction. They were on the cusp of a playoff berth and they just can't seem to right this ship. Do you think that this is going to be the opportunity for them to get back on track against a Toronto team? That's obviously just as depleted in terms of some injuries and, and just not playing well. Cause they're also three and seven in their last 10 as well. Yeah. I mean, you know, Chicago. Yeah. I, I think, you know, when we made, or when they made the trade for uh, uh, Nikola Vucevic, I thought this would be a time for Chicago to kind of make that run for a playoff spot. You know, you had um, Zach Levine, you had, then you acquired Vucevic and you have guys around them like Mark and, and, and some of the other pieces that they have, but it's been a kind of disappointing for them, but they're not completely out of it right now. You take a look at their standings. They're only two and a half games out of that eight spot. And they're right on the cusp of in that, or they're in that kind of play in play in game for the playoffs. So you know, this Toronto team, I'm not even sure what to make of them right now. They're so inconsistent. I mean, they had the blowout win against the Golden State Warriors, but obviously that was without Kirby and Curry and Draymond Green. So that was a, you know, fantastic spot for them. I, I, I I'm I kind of, I'm hesitant to take Chicago as a road favorite, um, but I can't bring myself to bring to bet on the Toronto team either. So, uh, gun to my head, I would probably take Chicago tonight in this spot against the Toronto Raptors. Yeah, it's I, I kind of feel the same way. I, the The Toronto Raptors have just been very unpredictable, much like the the Detroit Pistons. Sometimes they want to play well, and then other times they just completely disappear and look like dog shit. So, yeah, 
Yeah, uh, part of me is like, I think I'm just going to ride with the Bulls here. In their last 12 games in Toronto, the Bulls are 10-2 and two against the spread. 6-2 and two in their last, and the under is 6-2 and two in their last eight meetings. So, you know, given the amount of players that are out on the Toronto side of the house, the fact that the Bulls are still trying to get their act together, I wouldn't be surprised if this went the under, and currently it's sitting at, let's see here, what, 217? Yep. Uh, I uh, see. Oh, sorry. Yeah, opened at 223 and like 217-ish. What are you seeing? Uh, Give me one second. Let me pull it up here real quick. Do you see if Daniel Tice is playing for the Bulls tonight? I know he missed last game with an injury or something like that. Uh, he's definitely on the injury report because his okay. props aren't showing up. Yeah, I I do like Vucevic then to get some um for his player props in tonight because when we saw Daniel Tice miss the last game um for the Bulls, you know, Vucevic kind of went off and you know, we've seen that um Daniel Tice is a shooter and he can also grab rebounds. Currently seeing the total at 217 for this game, so definitely the the, the number has really come down here. Yeah. And like I'm looking at Vucevic's lines here, so we got 21 and a half uh seems to be 20 i'm seeing 21 and a half 22 and a half for his points line okay. anywhere between 10 and a half and 11 and a half for his rebound line but it looks like the general consensus is 10 and a half here yeah it's you know boost is probably their 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 main bet i see zach levine's points lines a bit overstated like 24 mm-hmm. you know he hasn't really jived it too well with vucevic in there so i don't know I think I'm just gonna stay away from this game. <laughs> yeah, one of the one of the yeah one of the uglier games. So we gotta we don't have to bet every game, but you know we like no. giving our, our our lean on every game. But yeah, it's for sure uh, Chicago for me in this game. Yeah, yeah. And we're gonna take a quick break here from our sponsor, then we'll get back to the action. Helmed by a team of trend-watching, data-devouring, sports-fanatic wise guys, giving you the who, how, and why behind every prediction on every game, every day, and every sport, all for free. NBA, MLB, and the NHL, whatever the sport, they have you covered with free analysis and, more importantly, free picks. Plus, they have all the betting news you need and expert best bets. Head over to PicksWise.com for all the free picks you need. That's PicksWise.com. $500 winner-takes-all DFS for the Masters? Sign me up at SGP Masters. Completely free and easy to sign up. Take a screenshot for your review of the Golf Gambling Podcast. Submit your review and you'll get the contest link to enter. Do it all over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash masters. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash masters. Okay, and so the next game we have the Cleveland Cavaliers going up against the Oklahoma City Thunder. Probably not one of the more entertaining games. I mean, this one is going to be a... I mean, I don't think like half the people <laughs> on this roster, nobody even has a clue or have heard of before. Yeah. Uh, the Thunder are just down to their bare bones. Seems like they've either gotten rid of all their assets or, and, and they're just literally giving all their young boys some run. Mm-hmm. So we have the Oklahoma City Thunder currently tracking as uh, two-point dogs over under sitting around 218. This one opened at 212. So we're seeing some action going on the uh, over here. I know you like a player prop for this one. What do you have for this? Yeah, I, I love um, Colin Sexton's points over. I believe I got it at 24 and a half. Let me double check that real quick. Um, let's see here. Scrolling through all my master's bets here. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. 20, <laughs> 24 and a half. Uh, Colin Sexton. 
tonight uh, uh, over that points prop. I mean, we take a look at this defense for the Oklahoma City Thunder, just like you mentioned right now, is that they kind of have their C squad out there, right? They're missing SGA. I don't know if he's going to come back this season or not. They shut down Al Horford. Darius Baisley is hurt for this team. Uh, I think Roby is out also. A lot of, you know, that's a long injury report there. So definitely keep an eye out for that injury report tonight. But regardless, I mean, Colin Sexton, um, I love his player prop here tonight. Uh, quickly trying to pull up his stats. I believe he had a really good game against them earlier when they played this season. Uh, he did have 27 points in that game. And over his last 10 games, he's averaging about 25 points per game and on the road around 22 and a half. So, you know, I think this is a game, you know, we've seen that Oklahoma City Thunder during this losing streak are really struggling playing defense um, over their last four games. They've dropped, they've given up 140 to the Phoenix Suns, 133 to the Portland Trail Blazers, 132 to the Detroit Pistons. And then last night, a little hobbled Hornets team, but they still gave up 113 to them. So I don't see why Cleveland will struggle putting up points against this team. This team does have talent led by Sexland, like we've talked about all season. They have some shooters, so I I, I really like that player prop. And also, I'm probably going to get down on this Cleveland Cavaliers team total here tonight also. Yeah, and I was trying to look at that. You know, the six-point the six point movement on the over-under here, quite interesting. I didn't realize that over the last five games, the Oklahoma City Thunder actually ranked fifth in pace in the M- – or eighth in pace in the NBA. So yeah. they're getting up and down the floor despite this, you know, makeshift roster that they have led by Teo Maladon and – and mm-hmm. Alex Pokushevsky, yeah. um, who actually looks like a low-key beast, though. Like, he's super mm-hmm. skinny, but, like, he's actually kind of smooth. Uh, really see to, really interested to see how he's going to, you know, continue to develop. But, uh, yeah, I like Cleveland here. Love the, pl- the prop play for Colin Sexton. With th- the Thunder playing no defense, I think that it's going to be clear that uh, he's going to have a lot of opportunities to shine along with Darius Garland. I think uh, it looks like Larry Nance might be returning to the lineup here. I don't think that that would affect Sexton's opportunities at all. Yeah. I think it's more of just a, a defensive gain for the, the the Cleveland Cavaliers if he's back in the lineup. Both of these teams kind of struggling in their last 10, both three and seven, uh, both, you know, Four and six, Cleveland's four and six against the spread lately. And then you got mm-hmm. OKC is three and seven. Neither of these teams are good. I think they're all playing for the future. But, you know, if we're going to have to bet on it, I'm definitely going Cleveland here. Yeah. Another one of these games were the kind of the uglier games of the evening. You know, we've got a couple of better matchups. But just quickly, like you mentioned, on pace over the last 10 games, Oklahoma City Thunder number one in pace. Um, and then Cleveland is at number 12. So I think that, you know, the, the line move on the total is makes sense because of what we're trying to, we're, what we're seeing over the last 10 games for these two. And then also Oklahoma city thunder number 28 in defensive rating over the last 10 games. Uh, Cleveland is a little better at number eight. So definitely the, the metrics and the stats are pointing towards Cleveland, Cleveland in the over tonight. Yeah. And uh, a really good matchup here, but I think it's going to be missing some star power, unfortunately. We got the Milwaukee Bucks traveling to Dallas to face the Mavericks. And so we have the Mavericks currently as one and a half point dogs uh, with an over under 226 and a half. This one opened at 228 and a half. So I think probably with news of Giannis Antetokounmpo doubtful, 
mm-hmm. is probably swinging this this game script a little bit. Yeah. Um, currently, we have the the Bucks at thirty two and eighteen, squarely in the conversation for one of those top three seeds in the Eastern Conference. They're currently six and four in their last ten, three and seven against the spread. Whereas Dallas has has really turned it up post All Star break. They're now twenty eight and twenty two. Seven and three in their last ten, coming off a back to back and a a, uh, a loss to your hometown squad. So I'm sure you're not as uh, disappointed, even though the Houston Rockets should be tanking right now. Like, why are they, why are they winning basketball games? Yeah. Um. But uh, so I think this is going to be a good bounce back opportunity for Dallas, as Luca was visibly pissed off on the sideline about their performance. So. Yeah, I mean, you take a look at. Um, I, you're right. I, I first of all, I can't get behind this Milwaukee Bucks team. Number one, without Giannis, their best player, and then number two, they're just road numbers for the the Milwaukee Bucks. It's just not pretty. Nine and sixteen against the spread on the road. Nine and fifteen as um, road favorites, but I believe they're underdogs tonight. But even though they're one game that they were underdogs, zero and one. I think what that was against. Um, I forgot who it was, but their 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 road numbers and like spread numbers this season is it's not pretty for, for the Milwaukee Bucks. So I like you said, you know, Luka Dantich pissed off last night. Uh, this is a game that you know the Mavericks do need. Um, and I did like you know Luka Dantich's uh, points, rebounds, and assists for tonight at forty six and a half. Uh, you take a look last night. He just didn't have a great shooting night. He still got 23 points, but I think he was one of nine from from three-point range last night. Um, but I mentioned before we got on is that he's, they, he's played Milwaukee before earlier in this season, and they played on January 15th in Milwaukee. Lost the game by three points, but you take a look at his stat line, 12 of 24 from the field. 28 points, 10 rebounds, 13 assists. So I do like over 46 and a half for Luca tonight against um, against the Milwaukee Bucks at home on a back to back night. Yeah, we're both looking at the same player. I was I was just noticing I like his assist line. Seems a little yeah. understated at seven and a half right now. Currently at FanDuel. Um, seeing that, yeah, I think he could easily get a triple double here. Also like his rebounds and assist total. That's sitting at 16 and a half. At minus 100, I would be all over that too. So package that in with the points. And yeah, I think this is going to be a nice turnaround game for Luka Doncic. Do we know if Porzingis is active tonight? I don't. I think he's still, because it's on a back-to-back, I doubt he's yeah. going to be out there. Yeah, usually when he's on a back-to-back, he's usually sits out. So I would, I'd be surprised if he does play tonight, but yeah, I, I'd be banking on the fact that he doesn't. Right. Yeah. And yeah, I think I'm going to go, uh, even though this this line movement's gone a bit down uh, by two points since open, kind of like in the over here with no Giannis, that's a, uh, a, a vast difference in terms of the defensive scheme and the way that the Bucks can defend the perimeter. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and actually the over has gone 26 and 12 in their last 38 meetings, which is a bit much uh, considering... Um, the, the amount of times that these teams have actually played against each other. Yeah. I like the over here, but uh, I think Dallas is going to be in a good position to uh, get a W on the back end of a back-to-back after a disappointing loss to the Houston Rockets. Yeah. I mean, you take a look at Milwaukee Bucks, the last two games, Sacramento, they gave up 128 and then the loss against the Golden State Warriors and Steph Curry, who just had a phenomenal game yeah, uh, on a Tuesday, they gave up 122. So 
I think in a similar spot, I think this is a game like Curry, who had a great game against the um, Milwaukee Bucks. Well, I think we're right on where I think Luca has a bounce back game tonight. And I also do like the over um, uh, over in this game. And I, I also probably be looking at Dallas Mavericks team total over the points also. I dig it. All right. We're going to take a quick break and then we're going to get into the final games of the slate. Better than Vegas, it's like YouTube, but for what DGENs only care about, sports betting. We're giving out free daily video picks over on our Better Than Vegas profile page. Better Than Vegas is always running a ton of free contests as well. They got a ton of free picks and handicappers to check out, so make sure to subscribe to our profile so you don't miss a pick. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash BTV. That's SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash BTV. All right, this one's going to be a, a fun one to watch. Got the Portland Trailblazers going up against the Utah Jazz. Portland comes in 30 and 20 overall, you know, 15 and 10 on the road against the spread, which is very solid. Mm-hmm. Going to get, going up against a Jazz team that's coming off a tough, a tough road loss, overtime loss at the hands of the Phoenix Suns. They're still 38 and 13, 22 and 2 at home. Spectacular, stellar record eight and two in their last 10. They've struggled a bit against the spread five and five, same as the Portland trailblazers over their last 10. So sports nerd, what do you got for this one? This is going to be a really good matchup. And are are we expecting a layover, a a layoff from the jazz coming off of a, you know, a tough, a tough loss, man. And they got to travel back up to salt Lake. Um, Probably didn't get much sleep. Hopefully no plane troubles, but uh, (laughs) Poor guys. Yeah, yeah really. I mean, um, you take a look at the spread record for the Utah Jazz after a loss. They're five and seven against the spread. So I think that kind of tells you that this may kind of be a, a flat spot for Utah. I mean, you have Portland coming off a loss against the Milwaukee Bucks, so they may be hungry for a win here tonight. Um, you know, led by Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum. I kind of want to see the injury report for Portland. I know that uh, Yusuf Nurkic is a game-time decision. I also see Norman Powell listed at a, as a game-time decision. But regardless, I think this is a game where the backcourt of Portland could have a, a, a big game here tonight. And I know you mentioned that you did like C.J. McCollum tonight, didn't you? Yes, sir. So right now I'm seeing his line at 21.5 at plus odds. Mm-hmm. Give me that all day, especially with Norman Powell questionable and potentially, you know, to me, I see this as a as a game where the the Jazz defense might be a little bit slower to get to these quick Portland guards. I think that this is a recipe for the the Portland Trailblazers backcourt to go off. So it's going to be a combination of CJ and Damian. And I I like CJ getting twenty one and a half here. Yeah, he had a good game against the uh, Clippers, even though it was a losing effort. I mean, he shot sixty percent from the field. Uh, 50% from the three-point line game before that against the Thunder and the blowout win. He shot 57% from the field and 50% from the three-point line. So, you know, he kind of, you know, we came back from uh, his injury. He was a little rusty in those first couple games, but I think he's now gotten his legs under him. He's playing the heavy minutes. Um, so, you know, with the day off for the Portland Trail Blazers going into Utah, I think, you know, Blazers know that this is an important game for them tonight. Um but I, I think I just want to kind of sit back and watch this game because yeah. of what Utah Jazz's 
spread record his at, at home this season. We take a look. They're 18 and six at home against the spread, 17 and six against the spread um, as a home favorite. And they're seven and two on back to back night. So mm. and I definitely don't want to buck those numbers, but um, I, I do like that CJ McCollum probably just pull out. So I might just tell you on that one, especially at plus money. Yeah, for sure. And I just found this stat from a company called Fanshore. Mm-hmm. CJ McCombs exceeded 21 and a half points in each of his last 10 games on the road while averaging 27.4 points per game over that span. So I'm right. riding with, uh, I'm a ride with CJ here. Despite the uh, outcome of the game, I think he's going to be in a good spot to get some additional shots up and, and possibly break that 21 and a half market line projection there. Yeah, you keep talking. I'm going to put that bet in real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Add to the list, my friend. So, yeah, yeah it's crazy that uh, they got the Jazz as seven-point favorites right now uh, with the over-under at 232. That opened at 230, so we're already seeing the positive game script movement yeah. there. And so we'll see. We'll continue to monitor the injury report for sure, but I think that this is going to be a, a, a fun game to watch. Not sure yeah. that I want to bet the spread just uh, just yet. No, and so it, yeah, good. Just a gut feeling. I might just put a little like a pizza bet on Portland Trailblazers money line tonight. I mean, who knows what happens because this might be a flat spot, like we mentioned with Utah coming off the overtime game against you know the number two seat. So it might just be a flat spot. But you know, just for just for a small pizza bet, I might just just put some money on the Portland Trailblazers money line. I like it. Yeah. And so the next game, probably the best game. I mean, it's it's a toss up. I mean, we still got two great matchups between in the Western Conference here going back mm-hmm. at the same time. We got Phoenix Suns going up against the Los Angeles Clippers. Phoenix obviously pulled off that that great win last night. Mm-hmm. What are we expecting for them? You know, they're going to have to travel up north to uh, to L.A. Yeah. Probably the same param- similar parameters as the Utah Jazz. Man, they're coming off a, a tough OT victory. Played heavy minutes. We saw a book go off for 30 yet again. Chris mm-hmm. Paul dropped by 24-9. How is that going to translate with Chris Paul going back to L.A. to face his former squad, the, the, the Clippers? It's been a while since he's been there, but still. Yeah, but sure yeah, there's I, still, I, still there's probably still some a little bit of revenge narrative there, right? Yeah, and you know Chris Paul is like a, one of those petty guys that, you know, it's Hello, still in the petty. Back, yeah, it, it's still in the back of his mind that, you know, he got traded from there and what transpired there for, for him. But, you know, I, I think people were kind of want to think that this might be a spot to take the Clippers. But I, I think that because of the victory that they got last night against the Utah Jazz, it kind of might just give them that extra momentum or extra confidence or and kind of get that swagger that, hey, we beat the number one team in the Western Conference as far as a regular season right now. And now we're going up against LA who's who's behind us trying to track us down for that two seed. So I don't think motivation is going to be a factor in this game here tonight for uh, the Phoenix Suns. Um, the currently with the line is sitting at six. Uh, if it creeps up a little bit to six and a half, seven, I'll, I'll I think it'll get to six and a half. So I might just pull the plug on Phoenix at that point at the plus yeah. six, six and a half, because um, you know, uh, coming off a big win like that, you know, people want to think that, Hey, it might be a flat spot for them. But uh, I think, like I said, it'll be probably a motivating factor for them. And then the last thing for Phoenix, they're five and O oh, as home, sorry, as road dogs this season, 
eight and three against the spread on back-to-back night. So um, definitely some, some good stats there as far as the spread and uh, you know, take a look at some um, Chris Paul, maybe assist props for here tonight. Let me see if I can find something here real quick, because I've been seeing them hovering around eight, eight and a half for him Uh, right now. It's at eight and a half. So I do kind of like that over eight and a half assists for Chris Paul tonight. How about on the, on the Clipper side, do you see any value in going for any, you know, say a uh, Paul, Paul George prop or a Kawhi Leonard. Mm-hmm. I see Kawhi Leonard's points line sitting at 25 and a half at plus odds. I think that this is actually a really good spot for Kawhi. He tends to play up to talent. Mm-hmm. I, I like him at plus odds at, at 100. I'm seeing that bet MGM. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to probably play the the props here more so than the line. Uh, yeah. To me, I, I agree with you. I don't see that much of a lay, uh, a layoff of the Phoenix Suns playing extremely well late in the game. You know, really punish the the Jazz defense and and our, our offense. Excuse me, forcing them to to take bad shots all in the first half. So I wouldn't be surprised if the if the Clippers fell into the same kind of issue. Uh, they tend to you know just watch Paul George shoot a lot of threes when when. Kawhi Leonard seems to be off the court. Yeah. Serge Ibaka is still going to be out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this is a good spot for the Phoenix Suns to cover here. I, I agree. I'm probably going to wait till this line moves a little bit more just so I can lock in the best price. But uh, yeah. it's going to it should be a show a shootout nonetheless. Yeah, I mean, just kind of take a look. I mean, I know it was like only the fifth game of the season, but um, you know, Phoenix did get the victory against them, one twelve, one oh seven. Kawhi in that game was four of twenty one for only 15 points. But like I said, you know, very small sample and, and it was early on in the season. So you know, it's my, you know, Kawhi has been playing well the last 10 games, right? He's uh, averaging 24 points per game in that span and 52%, 53% from the, uh, uh, from the field, 37% from three point land, uh, 92% shooting free throws. So um, definitely might be a Kawhi game. And, and you also Paul George, I think he had a really good game against the, um, the Blazers the other night, he dropped uh, 36 in that game. And against Phoenix earlier in the season, he was the one that kind of led that that team um, uh, 39 points in that game for him. So, you know, we're kind of banking on the fact that one of these two guys is going to go off. It just kind of seems like which player do they kind of want to take away in their, right. in their defensive matchup. So that, I think that'll be an interesting battle to see between, you know, kind of the game within the game between these two teams tonight. Definitely. And yeah, Kawhi Leonard seems to have more success at home versus away. He's averaging 27 points while in LA versus mm-hmm. 24.6 on the road. So yeah. he's definitely more comfortable there. So we'll see how this this game plays out, but it's going to be a good one. Can't wait to watch it. Yeah, two good games tonight in the Western Conference for sure. Yeah, and then we go to the last game of the slate. We got the Detroit Pistons going up <laughs> against the Sacramento Kings. What a nightcap. <laughs> fucking no one cares um <laughs> but i will play De'Aaron fox i like I, I like his player props here jeremy grant is going to miss the game i do believe mm-hmm. uh, let um, me see jeremy grant yeah yeah he is confirmed out for tonight i saw that come across yesterday and just confirmed on the injury report he is out for tonight yeah so this is going to be probably a sadiq bay Sadiq Bay show, I guess for for Detroit, maybe some Mason Plumley, but yeah, I'm I'm gonna stay away from the Detroit side of things. 
right now we got Sacramento as what four and a half point favorites. I'm seeing. Uh, mm-hmm. That's actually pretty nice. Actually, did that move? Let's see. Did that move to seven. Um, wow. I'm seeing it at seven and a half now. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That moved a lot. Um. So yeah, I guess that's. I mean, but that's weird because Detroit. Uh, Jeremy Grant was ruled out yesterday. So Correct. Yeah. I don't know that's that's still a pretty that's a nice number. I don't remember the last time Sacramento was ever seven point favorite. So, um, probably will stay away from the the spread here. And looking at mm-hmm. the over, let's see here. We got two twenty five. That could be done with two teams that don't really play defense very well. Uh, yeah. Definitely achievable. They just could be a good Rashawn home games, Rashawn Holmes game too. But I think I'm going to ride with De'Aaron Fox. Dude's been hella profitable all year. Yeah. And I'm seeing his assist line at. Let's see here. For De'Aaron Fox. Yeah. What's he looking like? Assist. He is at seven and a half at plus one ten, and then his points I'm seeing at twenty seven and a half. Yeah, I'm gonna. So that's actually seven and a half. Uh, that seems fair. That's fair. Um, but yeah, looking at Darren Fox, I do like his. This is tough, man, because they got his points, rebounds, assists at thirty at thirty seven and a half. I kind of like it at thirty six, but yeah, you know, we'll 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 see. I might have to. I'm gonna play around with this one. I really want to get some action on on Fox on this one, but I might have to pivot and maybe do like a Halliburton. Uh, or Rashawn Holmes. Let's see. Tyrese is looking like. So Tyrese has some good. I like his his odds here. He's got uh, thirteen and a half points. Mm-hmm. That's that's looking decent. Also like his his rebounds and his rebounds three point five. I think that that's decent too. So yeah, I'm gonna keep on shopping here for a little bit. But yeah, this game is not really what I'm interested in. I'll probably just throw a prop in there late night just to see. See yeah. how I'm doing to hedge my bets from the, the rest of the performance of the slate. I think Holmes uh, rebounds might be a good angle to look at tonight. He's it's only sitting at 10, but over the last, um, let's see, over the last seven days for the Detroit Pistons at that center position, they're giving up 28 and a half points and then 12 rebounds to that center position. So obviously combined stats for whoever's playing at that center position. But we've seen that, you know, Richard Holmes is, you know, really a guy that, He's an energy guy. I mean, you know, he can he he can uh, get rebounds for you. He has that kind of a push shot where he's very very good at that. Um, the one game these two team two teams got together, uh, Richard Holmes nineteen points and seventeen rebounds in that game. So I, I think you're trending in the right direction on on taking uh, Holmes tonight and some player props. And over his last ten games, uh, fifteen points, ten rebounds. Um, in that span. So, um, you know, if you're not finding value on deer and Fox, you probably want to take a look at some, some Sean Holmes props. I, I love that angle for sure. And looking at, um, just curious, looking at some, uh, now that we've gone through the slate, I was just messing around looking at some futures here. Mm-hmm. Are you, have you, has your stance changed on in terms of like a conference winner after what you saw last night? I mean, do you have, have you lost faith in the jazz? Do you have about the same amount of faith? Are you riding now with more confidence in the Phoenix suns? Mm-hmm. You know, currently, you know, it's funny because the Lakers are still the odds on favorite at plus plus one twenty five. But I mean, I think that that's probably the biggest risk that I see. I mean, we don't know what 
the Lakers are going to look like. How healthy is AD really? Um, so I, I think for the for the Lakers, the question is is we, uh, um, Zach put in a a tweet from a reporter from the Lakers side. And, and it said that, you know, LeBron was no longer in the walking boot that he was in since that ankle injury. And I kind of had mentioned to him is that, you know, when was the last time we remember a player that was battling an ankle injury that was traveling with the team? Like, wouldn't you think that he would be back at yeah. home rehabbing and, and resting mm-hmm. in right? So, so my question to him was, Lakers are in the midst of a, a, a road trip here. Do you think that LeBron plays when he's not playing tonight, but do you think he comes back over the weekend or or as early as Monday for the Lakers? Yeah. I mean, he's going to come back at some point Uh, Monday. I haven't seen, I haven't seen much on his, you know, other than him shedding that walking boot. I haven't Mm -hmm. heard much of his actual return. So you got to think, you know, with 70% of, probably about what 65 70% of the season pretty much done now he's got to be coming back pretty soon and yeah. they got to get a rhythm in terms of you know there's they're dropping in the standings here yeah. so they're they're going to be pressed to they don't want to see like i guess i wonder now is like what matchup is the most troublesome for them in the first round that without you know getting back into their game flow is really going to be a be a, a struggle to get through come playoff time and you know i don't think that they want to go down to that that three seed i think the two right. seed two the one and the two is where they need to be um yeah i'd be i'd be concerned even like a team like the grizzlies has been playing a lot better as of late on the defensive end and um i don't know there's some scary teams in the west man like you can't take any of these teams teams lightly and especially with it, the way that the nuggets are playing at plus 800 I uh, I feel like I have a little bit more confidence in a squad like that that's that's already seemingly gelling on the defensive end and has all their players healthy, yeah. not a lot of question marks heading yeah. into the end of the season here. Yeah, I mean, I think still for me, at least personally, I think the road still goes through the two LA teams just because yeah. we haven't really seen another team over the past couple of years really like challenge them, right? I mean, we saw the Clippers... Right last season go down but i think the coaching change and and i think some of the pieces that they added i think you know i think the underrated pick at the trade deadline for them was rajon rondo and we know what he can do in the playoffs and having a vocal leader like that in the locker room i mean i'm not sure if we get Kawhi to be that locker room guy that leader but i think picking up Mm -hmm. a piece like rondo is big for them but I, i think as far as the western conference i i think the road still goes through the two la teams i mean when you get two players or two of the top five players in the NBA back on your team with Anthony Davis and LeBron James, I mean, that's, yeah. that, that's going to be difficult for some of these other teams. Right. And we really haven't seen big performances from Utah jazz in the playoffs. They've usually been a no, first or second been. round exit. And then in Portland, right. same thing, but their rosters did get better. But for me personally, I, I think the road, right. Until somebody takes down those two teams, the road still goes through those two LA teams for me. Yeah. It's a fair argument, man. It's definitely yeah. fair. And, you know, still waiting to see the uh, return of Boogie Cousins. I know that that was one of the reasons why he decided to go to L.A. was because Rajon Rondo was there. And he's also joined Patrick Patterson, his former Wildcat. So, yeah, Wildcat teammates. He but did yeah, get I some think playing he's... time in the last game, right? Uh, Cousins? He did. Yeah, he did get a little bit of playing time. I think um, he did well, too. Let me see if I can find something for that. 
But I think that's a big pickup for them, especially at that at that interior position when you know we still don't know what's going on with Ibaka. Um, you know, and now they kind of have some options there at that center position or that power four position with Cousins and 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 Zubac and 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 uh, Serge Ibaka. So I think that's going to be a, a a good you know challenge for some of these teams that are going to kind of come in there and, and take on this Clippers team. Yeah, he was useful. Seven in eight minutes, seven points, three for four, four rebounds, two assists. So that's that's boogie in a in a in limited amount of time. Like that's that's what he can produce for you per per minute basis. You don't need yeah. him to get thirty minutes. Get him in there for fifteen to twenty. Mm-hmm. He'll he'll be a dog. Yeah. All right. Another so, locker room guy, yeah. right? Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. All right. So that concludes our show for today. Check back in with us. We'll be in the locker room tomorrow. Talking picks. Talking plays. And then also enjoy the Masters. Make sure you hit our Slack channel because we got a lot of action going through the first few rounds all weekend. It's going to be Masters as well as MLB plays. And you know the sports nerd is going to have all the info <laughs> to get you a little cash. Holla at y'all. Peace. Basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm going to dunk it. Basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm going to